Russia and the iPhone, Ted Lasso and the White House, and text message legislation. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel continues our discussion of the recent Russian proclamations regarding iPhone use. We take on the topic of the cast of Ted Lasso visiting the White House and discuss why we need text message legislation. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Okay, so so we talked about Android, you know, and we all laugh about that. Um, so are they going to use Huawei phones um, so that the Chinese can listen in a little easier? I mean, th- that's no, – I know no, we're good buddies. Start. They're good buddies. They'd, well, never, they'd never do that to each other. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, Keep look, your I, friends close, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's right. maybe that's why maybe that's why Xi's over there right now. You know, you know, I've got some phones for you. Putin's well, let me take a <laughs> the look. Whole, let me take carton. a look at your product and see here. This is very good stuff. I like. <laughs> what, this what's stuff in the trunk of your car? Look at these phones. <laughs> but but yeah. joking aside, according to the article here, uh, Russia is working on their own internal operating system for phones. Uh, based on their, uh, I think it's called Avora. Avora. I need to look at it actually in Cyrillic to be able to pronounce it right. But <laughs> I mean, this is quite frankly a push to get stuff on in <laughs> on Russian stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, North you North know, Korea did the same thing with the Red Star OS, which is you know basically they're they're they made it look like the Mac, but it's basically it's it's Linux with all kinds of hooks in it, so that if you do something that they don't like, they know about it. That's efficient. Yeah. Well, the other thing though, and I'm quoting the article. Interestingly, it's thought that the Kremlin believes that iPhones are more at risk from hackers and espionage than other smartphones. Now we all know what our our I'm going to speak collectively for us um, what our reaction is to that because I don't think we've seen any evidence of that. In fact, we've seen a lot of evidence to the contrary. Not that maybe it's not impossible to get into an iPhone, but it's just pretty darn difficult. If it was easy to get into an iPhone, we wouldn't have had all of the uh, the U.S. political uh, craziness after the San Bernardino mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, exactly, Jeff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, the uh, the company that was cracking them escapes me. I can't think of the name of it. Was it was an Israeli company, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but that was basically uh, uh, just celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah. Good for you, Jeff. Good for you. Yeah, and and celebrate's gone, as I recall. I mean, they're aren't they out of business, or yeah. they got oh. into another business? They got bought out by somebody. Yeah, that it's celebrate's still there under a different name. Okay, but we haven't had any evidence that phone iPhones are any easier to get into than now than they were then. Probably harder. I, I was going to say I I think they're even harder now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Apple is trying. You know, Apple's taking a little bit of of hit over that a little bit of you know of not letting them or not or letting them in or not letting them in. But 
at least as a company for a whole, they've they've stuck to their guns. And I think because of all that's happened for privacy concerns, it it has gotten harder now. For mm-hmm. for the whole Russia thing though, with their with their own OS, it may be a a Chinese idea of it of well we'd like to know what our reporters are doing and what our citizens are doing and if everybody's on an iphone right now since they're so popular well we can't can't do that so it it may have something to do not just with outing the west or outing iphones it might have something to do with surveillance yes exactly but i'm not paranoid no 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 never well, but okay, uh, Kyle. That's that's an interesting perspective. But you would think that the government officials would want the most secure things they could have, and then you know that's so a, are, that's a totally different issue. Yeah, high end government officials, high end government officials would have the most secure platform that's possible. But right. the, the rank and file, including people in the government that are like below the, the top rank and file, they yeah. want to, they, they want to keep their eyes on them even more than they want to keep their eyes on their own citizens because that's a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you have access to the latest SU 35 plants and you can quickly and easily send those encrypted to someone and, and make a buttload of money, then yeah, there's probably a lot of people in Russia that would do that. And if, but if you're not able to do that because the phone that you're using is constantly under some kind of surveillance and they can see exactly where it is you're sending stuff and exactly what you have on, you know, your hard storage, then yeah, it becomes a lot harder to do those things. Okay. So is this just all, this is a rhetorical, I'm sure. Is this just complete propaganda? Yeah, I think so. I think so yeah. for now, yeah. but uh, that's not to say that um, that Russia wouldn't like to do it because I mean you look at you look at the most oppressive regimes that are out there right now, mm-hmm. and they severely limit what their citizens can see through the internet. And whether you're talking about North Korea, whether you're talking about Iran, whether you're talking about some of the um, uh, even some of the Gulf states, severely limit what you can see and what you can do on the interwebs. And if they could control it even farther, I'm sure they would. So basically, at the end of the day, it looks like that the Russian citizens are going to get the Russian phones. But Putin, I will retain my iPhone. I like yeah. the games. I love my oh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, angry bits. Yes. Yeah, cool. he, Very yeah. he'll, get the, he'll get the good phones. Uh, everybody else will get the ones that are being able that are compromised be monitored yeah. by FAPSI, which is the Russian version of the NSA. Hmm. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I just, I thought it was a really <clears throat> interesting, strange thing. And the, the, uh, the comment that give you throw the phones away or give them to your children. Well, I think giving them to the children is a great way to, uh, to have the children grow up seeing what a superior product could be. And then they're going to want those when they grow up. But, that's another discussion. Well, we'll see what happens after Putin's gone. You know, that it, that isn't something that you can do overnight because it's still a market economy. 
so to speak, right now in Russia. So you can't just automatically tell everybody, turn in your iPhones and turn in your older Android devices and, oh, this is the phone you're going to get in its place. Mm -hmm. it, it can't be done overnight. And by the time something like that could happen, chances are Putin won't even be there anymore. Which can't happen fast enough. Can. And can happen guy, really fast when it goes down. Yeah. But guy, you know, you, you bring up an interesting point. The, the article is talking about the Kremlin banning the iPhones, not iPhones being banned in Russia. I mean, there's, there's a certain in, intimation that they're encouraging folks to abandon iPhones. But, you know, they have not, as far as I can tell by this article and the ones I've read, they're not outlawing phones, uh, iPhones. So well, they, they can't because they don't have anything to replace it with yet. So, I mean, well, before, before, before you can, before you can sit there and say, well, you can't use this product anymore. You've got to have the thing that's going to replace it. And Android, you know, yeah, sure. They could make everybody get Android phones, but that's not necessarily going to be able to run whatever this Russian operating system is because I mean, let's, let's face it. That's exactly where they want to go with it. If, if they can tell everybody, well, you can't use Android and you can't use iOS, you have to use this operating system that only connects up to our infrastructure and considering that, you know, the paranoia of, of, the Russian government, that's, that's exactly what they would do, but they can't because it's not in place yet. Even if, I mean, that's assuming that that's where they're going. This story yeah. doesn't even say the Kremlin. You can't use it in the Kremlin. The very first paragraph says Russians working on president Putin's 2024 reelection campaign have been told that they cannot use an iPhone over espionage fears. So, is that more than a hundred people? I mean, his re-election campaign. I mean, you know, we all know this is not a real election. Anybody, anybody <laughs> taking odds on that election? <laughs> you know, who cares what his re-election campaign is doing? This just seems like some sort of trolling, or you know. Whoever is, very well could be whoever's running the campaign is trying to you know make a name for him or herself somehow this ought to piss off those americans yes that's or <laughs> maybe not uh, probably not that so much as you know probably the audience is maybe putin you know look how you know uh you know i'm loyal to you yeah i am loyal to you sir Right. Please don't kill. Please don't kill me until I'm not. <laughs> Brad in the chat room says children will be moved to Siberia in the night if they see the light with iPhones. There's a pleasant thought. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, yeah. Web. It's a beautiful thought. You know, I here again. I don't want to go off on a. Uh, Dennis, well, I don't want to go off on a rant here or. or uh, Okay, specifically <laughs> don't, don't want to get into to the whole political discussion but i, I think there, there's an element here of um putin really getting saying something against apple which is arguably one of the largest not the largest traded company and just saying you know Get away from apple because it's a, a usa based company and go to something else whether it's their own i 
I'm just spitballing here, but I'm wondering if there's still some political element to it like that that's also at play. If I told you how much you look like Gorbachev. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have the apples pulled, apples pulled out of Russia anyway, so. Yeah. That's right. Because uh, the whole Ukraine thing they pulled out. Yeah. That's a point I hadn't even thought about. Yeah. That Apple has made a very specific point of, of the, pulling the monk out speaks. in support of Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> they actually they actually didn't really have any choice. That was that was kind of mandated by the US government in Still, uh, European yeah. allies. Yeah. But they did yeah, pull but, out. But Cook has been very pro publicly and, yeah. and pro yeah. Oh yeah. I mean very vocal. Because yeah. of developers as as well as just, you know, the, the human rights part of it. Yeah. Well, it's it's a morality thing. Right at the, at the base of it, you know, that one side is right, one side is wrong, and it's not too hard to figure out which one is which one is which. That's David, why have, that's that's why he says no more iPhones. It, because there's no more tech support there. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> no genius bar, no iPhones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no support. We 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 be your technical support. We we be your genius bar. <laughs> David, did you have something you wanted to add? No, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> you were right. moose, moose and squirrel OS <laughs> <laughs> in Mother Russia. Yeah, iPhone support you. <laughs> Boris and then Natasha. Oh man! Well, let's uh, let's uh, since we got the political thing going, let's just keep it going. Um, Jeez, Ted Lasso Lasso visited the White House. The whole cast visited the White House. Mm -hmm. I just thought this was really interesting. I mean, and to be fair about it, it was for a very good. cause if you will to promote mental health um but i just thought this was really interesting this was a this was a serious coup for apple tv plus oh yeah and the the part that really cracked me up they actually had the reporter the british reporter (laughs) from whatever the newspaper was yeah in in the the press from the independent (laughs) he came out and said yes uh, fake journalist here and asked this question Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And, and well, the question that, but, was about the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I missed that part. They, yeah. Since since uh, Jason Tukadis is big Kansas. He's City. from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. You know. I. I just. I thought this was great. I mean, from an Apple perspective, like this, which is what we talk about, it's great. It was great to see a little bit of levity. I, I love the fact that they put Trent Krim or the actor that portrays Trent Trent Krim. In you know in the uh, the audience, I mean, they played it like a little skit, and and then they got down to some serious you know some serious messaging. But I just thought this was you know really really interesting because the I guess a couple days before or a day before, um, for those of us that are in the U.S., Kyle, um, they had the entire cast on the Today Show, which is not an unheard of kind of thing, but it also I I never know. How much of that is promotion or and what gets paid for, or whether it's you know they need content so they bring in stars or whatever, but I felt like that was a coup ding. and then yeah, and then they go to the White House, so what well, do you mean ding jim well yeah that, that all the movies and t v shows they you know they supply guests for all the various shows that's you know 
it's back scratching. You know, you very rarely see an actor on a TV show when they don't have something to something promote. To promote, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, the whole cast. I mean, and you know, does Ted and, Lasso the show it's, actually? It's certainly, it's certainly not unheard of to have the whole cast. I um, definitely no, seen no. that. Definitely seen that before. Um, and you know, I, I think you could argue. You know, you said it's great for Apple. It could be great for the biden administration you know who's who's getting the better deal out of the publicity (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's definitely mutually exclusive marketing here oh yeah i mean if it it was dr blah 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 talking about mental health in in the white house unfortunately most of us would tune it out yeah we'd be asleep yeah yeah and I'll, i'll now cede the floor to jeff who was waving (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a wave. I thought that I was just saying hi to everyone. Speak, no. Speaking of oh. mental health. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of mental health. Wait, wait. No, um uh keep in mind that uh that one of the uh uh recurring themes, especially all through season two and now leading into season three, is mental health. And uh and so there are a lot of people that need to hear a a message that is approachable for them about mental health, uh, mental health awareness, and uh, and getting help when you need it, and not perceiving it as a stigma. And that's something that the Ted Lasso cast is in a really good position to help make happen. So yeah, they're, they're on a mental health junket hitting all of the different things. And it coincided with, with the thing at the white house. Great. Everyone wins. And, uh, and I love, I, I, I'm reticent to bring this up, but I'm going, going to do it. Anyhow. I love that the main focus of the, of the Ted Lasso cast visit to uh, the white house press room is that they visited the White House press room and not that Simon Ataba flipped his lid again and was completely disrupting um, uh, a press event. <laughs> so, but yeah, that that makes me happy. Not the not the Simon Ataba thing, but the the fact that he's not the news in this. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash Mac Voices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. 
collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting Mac Voices. Whoever made the point first, and I think it was made several times, it was a win-win. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. By the administration for, for the mental health awareness for Apple TV Plus, for Ted Lasso. Uh, you know, it, just, it just worked. And, and for people dealing with mental with mental health. I mean, it, it, it's more approachable that way than as Ben was saying, listen to the doctor. Yeah. Thank you. My life is already feeling like I feel right now watching you. I like a little something uplifting and enlightening. So it works definitely works better that way. Yeah. Uh, Brian says sometimes pop, pop culture sports slash sports helps with various health initiatives. In this case, mental health. In other cases, the NFL and their Play 60 campaign. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great, yep. great point. Great point. Um, I, I, I want to be real careful here. This is, I don't think anybody would consider this a spoiler, but the first episode, as we record this, the first episode of Ted Lasso's out, and it does, that. There is there is mention of the mental health situation. And that's as far as I want to go. I don't. I hope if that's a spoiler to anyone, I apologize, but I don't think it will be, um, because it was such a heavy plot point last year. But it, it looks like that will continue at least a little bit. So, which is good because in real life, it's it's not flipping a switch to go from I I need to have help and I'm working and I'm starting to work through it to, hey, I'm, I'm okay now. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work that way. So I, I'm glad that. They're they're not treating it as uh, mental health as uh, as just a uh, on again off again thing. It's done now. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's see. I want to paste paste the next story in here. Um, this is the one where the FCC apparently is going to require cell carriers to block texts, block junk texts. Good. Do we think this? Do we think this can be can be successful? No. 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 I think it's gonna be tough. I mean, I already have enough tough time blocking phone calls, let alone text. Yeah, I was, I was exactly. gonna say, look how well look how well they're doing with spam calls. Yeah, yeah. those robocalls are still robing on through, even over here in the Philippines. I mean, we had the yeah. same problem too with text networks over here. Mm-hmm. We just had a bill pushed through, or not bill, it's it's actually with people having to register SIM cards now through the government over here because of so much spam text just day in and day. I get through my network here and I will call them out globe um, at least, at least five to 10 a day. It's just absurd. And they've also wanted the carriers to do the same thing over here, you know, block these things. It's a lot easier to say it than it is to actually do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got one of these today during my morning walk. And the thing about these, they're designed for, uh, they're designed to make them as inconspicuous as possible. Uh, With mine, it was, oh, hi. I can't even forget the fake person's name they used. Uh, How are you doing? Text me back. Well, what they (laughs) want you want you to text back is, well, something, because then they know your number's active. Hmm. Yeah, I got two this morning, Ben, and uh, yeah, I get I get multiple scam, spam, SMS messages every single week. It, trying, to it, sell, trying to sell you underpants? 
Uh, they've given up on that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> clearly there's some AI involved in uh, in their methods. Yeah. Are you sure that just was, wasn't just me and Patrice? No, because it was different emojis. <laughs> Good point. Okay, so say, Jeff, I'll... you're probably just not their target market, you know, so. Right. Not for underpants. Yeah. Right. Not for underpants. So I may call myself out here. I'm not quite sure. Um, I do use one of the apps that purports to block um, spam calls. And I find that it, because I've turned it off and turned it back on, and I find that it does. Not all of them by any means, no question about that, but it does definitely cut down on things. And so the question I have here is, if that's effective at all, why can't things be more effective at a higher level? Money. Exactly. Is it, is it just money? It's more it's than information, money. Inform, information. You know, selling information, which I guess it leads back to money. I always wonder sometimes how much do the carriers get involved with this too? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I've always just kind of wondered like, how are you getting my information? Where are you getting my number from? At the same time, every once in a while, I'm, one loses its connection. I got to, you know, unplug it and plug it back oh. in and have it reestablish its connection. That's oh. that's my voice, but it wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> that was you a few minutes ago. Yeah, um, I just I just muted Mark. Um, Mark Fuccio is joining us, but Mark, we're going to have to ask you to catch up a little bit because we were hearing something from Web a while back. So uh, if you want to unmute yourself, hi. Hi. If you want to unmute yourself whenever you've got it under control. Okay, yeah. Uh, give me a minute. Let me plug in my uh, Rody mic. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Well, um, while, while he's doing that, Chuck, I, I will add a little bit to the, the whole doing this at a government level isn't going to help as much as people would like there there's this whole ongoing cat and mouse game if you will where companies like haya are uh working to find ways to uh, to block more spam and then the spammers are finding ways to work around all of these uh, these fixes that come up and it's it's just a ongoing escalating battle and thinking that will change when uh when um governments get involved yeah is no it's i mean there might be some change but it's not going to end these problems it won't to riff on what kyle said though um because i kyle i've had exactly the same thoughts mm. about whether or not how involved could the carriers be is it in their best interests to to protect people, or is it in their best interest to let the let the spam and the mm. and the robocalls go run free? I, I think it, I, I think at the end of the day they're a carrier. I don't and I, I hate to say it, but I don't know if they even really actually care. You pay your bill on time, and you get your texts, you get your phone calls, you get you know. Yeah, it sounds callous to say that, but it's it's just one of these things where I've just have always wondered. I don't give out my number. I mean, I just don't. I don't write it down. I don't put it on things. I don't even use it for web stuff. 
But somehow at three o'clock in the morning, somebody still wants to sell me a damn condo in Makati. And I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know where they got it from, you know, and the only thing I can think of who, who really has my number. Well, and I know that I've given them my number because they gave it to me. That's the carrier. Yeah, uh, it, they don't need to get your number from anywhere. You just set up a, a computer that uh, that just runs through numbers. Yep. And uh, and then like when like what Ben said when uh, when he gets a message like he got this morning, if he responds now, that system knows it's a valid in use number, and now it gets sold to all the other spammers. Right. But I've never responded because I've always, I always know that I'm not looking for a condo in Makati. Pretty happy where I'm (laughs) at. You would probably know. Yeah. You and me both. (laughs) It's a nice area. (laughs) It is a nice area. It's too damn expensive though. (laughs) Eric, you you threw something in the, in the chat that I think is is the way I feel. You know, You might not be able to block all the spam texts, but judging by, you know, one of my phones that doesn't have any spam texts and the other one that does, um, there there's a way to at least get some of them. And if there is a way for a carrier to identify spam text patterns, they should be required to block them without making it an add-on service that you pay for. Yes, and, and my hope mm. is that that's really what the FCC is is trying to accomplish. Is is to make sure that if there's a way to identify and stop texts and calls, that the carrier is responsible to do it and not try to monetize that as a service. Dave, you put on in our private chat that you you uh, that you apparently use T-Mobile Spam Shield. Yeah. Do you feel like that makes a difference? It does actually. I mean, I've just went into there today, and I haven't seen any spam calls come in for the last uh, week or so. And when they are, there's like maybe one or two as of late. I mean, there were flooded them before, but uh, it seems to work pretty well. Is is, is that a, a service you pay for? No, they have that- a free version, and they have more advanced. You pay for a version if you want to like do some more filtering and such. But the, the free version's been fine for me. As a T-Mobile customer, I'll be trying that at just as soon as my my iPhone isn't being used as a camera. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, I, just, I mean, like you just have to. All you have to do is download it and then just and, uh, and then just set it up. It's, What's it it's, called? It's free. Uh, Spam Shield for only okay. T-Mobile customers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm showing sure. Scam Shield. Excuse, excuse yeah. me, Scam Shield. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Scam shield. Uh, I, I think they're using Haya as the engine on the back end for that. No, I didn't. I didn't type that. Dave, could I ask a question of clarification? Because I have T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've set done anything to set up that service. But you know, when calls coming in, uh, if it's a scam call, I see you know, it's, you know scam likely. You know, and right. um, you know, so Sometimes is that the message through, you see, or because? You know, because it seems pretty good, and uh, you know, I it's, at the end of the day, I feel unfulfilled if I haven't gotten at least one call from my friend. Scam likely. <laughs> That's a scam likely. Um, yeah, but I didn't do anything. It seems like maybe yeah, it's just a base. Part they come the through. They do come through sometimes, and you see it when a call is coming in saying scam likely. But the scam shield app itself just filters it, and the, the call never comes through. Oh, it, it just never stays comes in. through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But now that I have so, you here, let's talk about your Medicare benefits. Also, <laughs> also um, um, and your fighter car warranty. Oh, you read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> this Mac Voices live session wraps up next time when we cover a number of different subjects, including rainfall in the Rockies. I'm still not exactly sure why. AI use, malware warfare, and a whole lot more. That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.